welcome to the Tea on Birth. And I'm super excited because today we are doing another Doula Diaries from the Doula Diaries series, which means, yes, I, the doula, will be telling you stories about births from my perspective with the permission of the families it entails. I'm super excited about this one because it is a birth that I was a backup doula on. And yes, I actually went to the birth, um, which I kind of have before. But this was the first time that I went and was solely the doula. Um, I've done a lot of texting back and forth with moms and kind of um, just encouraging them and helping them be in control and helping them do things to help with their contractions until their doula was back on the clock. This is the first time that was like, the doula is long gone. When they call, I will go. Um, so I was very nervous as a doula. This is a very nervous thing. I'm like, I'm going to walk into a birth space to someone I've never met before. Um, that's never met me and try to, you know, take a space in the space and have the mom trust me and trust me, be vulnerable and trust me that I know what I'm saying when I ask her to do these things to help labor. So I was nervous. Um, I knew, so it started off like with her texting me that she was going to be going in to be induced because she was past her due date. Um, and not like 41 1. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're pregnant, um, <laughs> due dates are, I had to have a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to go deep, deep, but due dates are an estimation. It's called EDD because it's estimated due date. So your due date is estimated. I mean, it's estimated on a bunch of different factors and it's estimated off of the average. So if you're not the average person, um, your due date is probably not very accurate. Anyway, but um, usually when you're 42, like, we like to get that baby out for sure, for sure, because going past that can lead to possible some complications with baby or with you. Um, so she was close to 42. She went in that night. They placed a, this is a hospital birth, they placed a Foley balloon catheter and um took it out and she was like four centimeters and she had been having some contractions off and on but not consistently um I think she mentioned like I have contractions all day and then usually at this time they go away <laughs> like like 10 15 minutes apart or whatever and then they go away so she was already kind of doing the work and she had already been I think a little bit dilated before even this started um, so she got to four with the balloon, took out the balloon in the morning, and then that morning, um, basically all day, because I didn't get there until around three or four or something, like afternoon, um, she did nipple simulation, which, again, the place for your birth is very important, but, uh, I was surprised. There was her, that was her go-to. I've been, 
I've done Dutch with this hospital before and they definitely, and this practice before, and they definitely are really good about taking their time. Like they're not in a rush because when you rush babies out is when babies freak out <laughs> usually. Um, so they, um, the nipple stimulation, I was shocked. I was like, huh, because I don't really do it a lot. But now after seeing how this birth played out, I'm like, maybe I should start recommending that a lot more to my clients, especially if they're already having some contractions, for sure. Because she was got some crampy contractions with the balloon and then nipple stimulation, and then they broke her water and later in the day, which because she was having them, but I don't think they were the fr- the frequency or the um intensity was not high enough as it should have been um so when I heard they broke her water I was like okay I'm heading up there because that's when we're on the time clock and we got to get serious um so if your water breaks like make sure your doula's like yes if your water breaks I will come (laughs) because that is when things definitely do get serious and Mom's on the time clock, and we do everything to make sure we beat that time clock. Um, so I went up there, walked in, so I was nervous again. I never met them, walked in, and they were jamming out to music that I love, bands that I love, and I was like, oh, these are my people. I don't know why I was so nervous. The husband was, like, supporting the mom, like, he was in the corner, and I love that. Um, not to dog on any of my dads that I've ever had. I understand, like, I want, I always say, I want you to do what's comfortable to you. I don't. And then some moms are like, also, you know, <laughs> I don't need to touch you because you did this to me. And I get that. But they were super lovey-dovey and cute. Um, she was, I think, on the ball or something. I was like, how long have you been on the ball? And she was like, oh, like an hour. I was like, all right let's do something else um so I tried to my rule of thumb especially when moms are cooperating are still willing to listen to me because when they aren't that means the baby is coming really um is to do something different every 30 minutes to an hour probably usually an hour because doing something different every 30 minutes is a lot I get that so you're walking around I had her do some big lunges on the bed during contractions and dad supported her. And then, um, the dad was like, let's do squats. You want to do, he's like, when can we do squats? I was like, anytime. And so he kind of became a drill, not a drill sergeant, but he kind of stepped into the dual E role too. And it was so cute. So I did some squats together. Um, did some more walking. Then I let her relax on the ball. And about that time, the midwife came back in to check on her shit. Nurse midwives. Nurse midwives are great. I recommend them to all my clients, um, usually because, like, they're just going to be more towards the least invasive way, kind of, every time. And so, anyway, so, um, come in, checks her. And she was, like, being really good. I didn't know if this was because the mom wanted to not know or what, but she was like, you're making progress. Uh, maybe we could labor. Maybe we could lay down and labor with the ball. And I'm thinking, like, no, like, I don't know. 
if she was maybe thinking about the mom needing rest, which is very true. She had been up all day. Um, but I'm like, y'all broke her water. We're on a time clock. And then also, just in my experience, if anyone's going to ask for an epidural, it's going to be the mom laboring in the bed because it sucks. <laughs> laboring in the bed is not comfortable. And she even told me later, postpartum, we like, yeah, the contractions in the bed were a lot worse than moving around. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, do the tip. Unless mom has an epidural. Um, yes, she can be in the bed doing like squats and stuff to just rest her body in that sense, but actually laying down like, no, just watch your mom be checked. Those would probably be the worst contractions. One, because she's being checked, but also because she's laying flat. Just a tip. Um, so I was like, hmm, what about the toilet? And she was like, yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. So I get her up and... Um, so I get her up on the toilet, or me and the dad get up, get her up. She goes and sits on the, she's like, yeah, I'll lay her on the toilet. And so she's laying backwards on the toilet with pillows and stuff. Um, which this, I can't wait to have a baby. I mean, I'm not pregnant or anything, but when I have a baby, I will put myself in these positions that I, I ask politely slash, um, push a little <laughs> to do to see what but I know everyone does not like the toilet so I was like oh, yeah let's do it like you don't know what you're in for and then you're there and you're like I hate my life <laughs> like that's kind of what happened so I'm definitely gonna try the toilet everyone that I've made on the toilet listen listen I will try the toilet when I'm in labor and then I'll understand but it just does such beautiful work for your contractions and your baby to move down and all that so, um, got her in there and I like turn the light off and put some candles in there, like fake candles and put the music in there, water, like make sure they were all set up. But then I left and just gave them some alone time, um, which I think was good. And I talked to the, the midwife a little bit, which, um, it's good to have relationships with your birth community um but also like if you can help your client find a care provider pick a care provider that you know is going to work well with you um so I was like okay like what was the station of the baby like how high is the baby is the baby in a good position um how's her effacement how's her dilation like what do we need to be doing um and it was super cool because they didn't know she had a doula but she had this doula bag, which I recommend for all care providers to do or hospitals to start doing. And it was a bag that had a rebozo in it. Yes, a rebozo. The Amazon one, but still a good one. A rebozo. Um, essential oils. Yes, essential oils. Um, and then this like thing that was basically like a automatic massager, but like kind of like is like a little ball like like if you go to the nail salon because I just did that and they like need that's kind of what it was to have one of those for the mom's back or like to do right under her glutes and to help with you know kind of like shaking apples to bring baby down 
I was like, oh my gosh, I'm amazed at this. And the candles were from her too. Like I have candles, but they were already out. The candles were from her. I was like, wow. She was like, yeah, we started this a couple months ago. I'm like, y'all are stepping it up. I am proud. Um, so talked to her and then about 30 minutes in, the dad comes out. I think it was around shift change time. So the dad comes out and he's like, she's, she's asking for medicine. I was like, oh, and no mom has really actually, in my experience, most moms get off the toilet. Like after two contractions, they will not stay very long. I I really tried to get him to do three. Um, but she's been on there for 30 minutes and her contractions were definitely coming, I think, like four or five minutes apart around there. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Let's just get her off the toilet. <laughs> I was like, is I was like, is it because of the toilet? Was it really awful? And she was like, yeah, I'm like, OK, well, we can do anything else. Like, we don't have to get back on there. But I'm happy your contractions are stirring up. Um, And... It was funny because the midwife, like, this is when you, this is when you pick your birth team wisely and you pick people that are going to support you even when you're in your vulnerable place. Um, and you're going to ask for all the above things. And of course, her mom's, her mind went to epidural. I want epidural. And I'm like, there are so many things before epidural. Um, but anyway, so the midwife was like, you had your other baby naturally, right? This is at a hospital. Mind you guys, all this at a hospital, nurse midwife. Um, and she's like, and the husband's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, you can do this. I'm like, yes, tell her. Um, so she recommended, midwife Mike rendered, um, the mom getting in the shower with the ball to help. And so we did that. And doula sacrifices. I'm pretty sure my um shoes were like sopped wet maybe I need to keep a pair in my car or something because I sometimes like half the time get wet <laughs> not even from fluids but just like shower or um the and the, the mom's in the bathtub and stuff like that so I end up sitting behind her and doing hip squeezes and like rubbing her back and um doing some belly lifts too because she was talking about how her belly like the front of her belly hurt the most um and the dad was there talking to her and encouraging her he's like no no you can do this he's like breathe I'm like oh every time he's like D don't stop breathing like breathe because she you know when you cleanse up in contractions and I think that was so helpful for her um so we did that for a little bit and she liked it but then she got cold which of course happens and so we got out um and since it was a new shift another midwife got another midwife came in um and checked her and we did not know this or they did not know this I think well I didn't even ask her station because I was like if she's progressing she's progressing you know um and she was like um oh well no no they didn't check her but they were like we're thinking about, or no, they did check her, and she was, she was said, you're still a five, so I'm like, oh, so she was a five, like, she didn't know that, did y'all not talk to each other about this? Anyway, um, like, you're, you're the same, but then, like, an hour or two later after the first check, and they're mentioning, mentioning Pitocin, um, 
And the mom was like, can I wait like an hour? And they're like, sure. Like, great here. Okay. So the mom waits because we did have a lot of time on the clock and she's out of five and this isn't our first baby. So like, she definitely was going to have her baby before um, infection and um, fever for mom, infection for mom and infection for baby were at large or worried and she was on antibiotics too um so they're like yeah why don't you lay down and I was like okay <laughs> I was thinking like she's not gonna like this but she did lay down for a little bit um and had a little bit of a nap um and then um which she told me later which I understand like I think Pitocin is a big gun drug <laughs> in labor and so she was kind of nervous about having it and she was scared you know that it's gonna get worse and it's already a lot um so she was like which I mentioned I was like you know there are other because she mentioned drugs again I was like there's other drugs besides epidural like you can get nitrous oxide um or you can get a pain shot um but you should try noxious nitrous oxide first you'll probably really like it um, it works for some moms or it doesn't work for some moms, but it takes the edge off for sure. And so the midwife comes in, the mom mentions something for pain. Um, I think she went to the pain shot and I was like, well, what about, do y'all do the oxide? Which is laughing gas. Do y'all do the oxide? And she's like, yes. She was like, oh, I totally didn't think about that. Yeah, let's do that first because... Um, I don't know the medical terms. I'm sure it has something to do with the effects of things. But once you start doing the pain shots um, of, like, just, like, in your IV, uh, you cannot do the oxide anymore. And then once you get the epidural, you cannot do the pain shots. Like, it's a – you can't go backwards. So I'm always, like, least invasive, then go up. Because once you switch from that oxide to the pain shots, you cannot go back. Once you switch from that pain shot to that bedroll you cannot go back so she was like yeah yeah let's get it set up they bought it in showed the mom how to use it and man was it a game changer um the mom loved it the whole time so do those if you have this in your hospital please ask or if you don't know just ask um before jumping to the also big gun of pain relief epidural um so she ended up really, really liking it. Spoiler alert, she used it the whole time of birth and pushing and being sutured up. But she made it all the way to the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she did not have a C-section or anything. It was beautiful. But anyway, so she used that. Um, and that seemed to really help her with coping. And I put her in, we did some other different positions on the bed. Um, and I started pit. Um, which I think... In hindsight, um, I just think that because her contractions were coming, they start they maybe got a little closer, but I think the intensity picked up. I really think that her body was trying to do all that it can, but it was you know an induction um, naturally. And yes, the contractions were close together, like um, active, but I don't think they were strong like active. Um, so I had her, like, kneel on the bed, like, do, like, basically, like, be on the back of the bed with, like, her knees spread out, so she did that, 
Um, she didn't like laying on her side. And then I was like, I think after an hour, which had been like two hours of her being in bed, I was like, okay, we need to get up. <laughs> she was like, okay. I think they came in and they checked her again. Um, and she was six, seven. It had been like an hour or two hours, but an hour from starting pit, I think. Um, and she was like, after she said, when she heard that, she was like, oh, okay, I can do this. Um, and so I was like, she was like, what? She was like, what do you, what do you think we have a baby? I was like, I think we have your baby um, faster if we get up and move. <laughs> that's not an answer, but that's what I'm telling you. And so I got her up. Um, I recently learned the ice to my, like, the, like, little stools that they have at the <laughs> hospital. And I had birth nurse, too, so I had her, um, the midwife mentioned a lip, so it's good if you know, like, the anatomy and then what positions to put mom in. So I was like, okay, we're gonna do lunge it. She didn't say what side. But she's like, yeah, I have a little lip. Um, but she was six, seven with the lip. And so I had her do three lunges on each side during contraction. Not the big lunge on the bed, but the little, like, step stool. Um, and then she was like, oh, I feel like the baby is coming. I'm getting back in the bed. I'm like, okay. So she gets in the bed. Um, and this is, like, her contractions are definitely more intense, more, like, they're definitely coming. Because uh, it took us a while to get to the, the little side sink from the bed and back to the to the bed uh just because you know she's like ah contraction ah contraction um and so she got back in bed I called because I was like you know like she experienced and she knows um later she told me I think that she didn't really feel her labor which is becoming a new thing which I'm like um bless me with that lord where moms really don't feel really their labor. Not with, they don't have a epidural. They just literally, like, however the contractions are going or however they mentally are, they, like, aren't feeling it. And then they're just told to push and they push and the baby comes out. I'm like, what do you mean? Um, so this makes more sense. And her water is broken and her water didn't break till the last minute, last, the last, her last birth. So she's feeling a lot of pressure, you know, and there's no cushion for the baby's head and then her like cervix um and stuff like that so they check her and they're like when would she check last they're like she does a six eight six seven and one of the nurses there the charge nurse was kind of like why not like she's like we can check her again i was like i just i'm just calling y'all to be safe i don't want y'all to walk in and there's a baby and you're wondering what the heck did I do? Um, and I'm listening to the mom. So they were like, um, they're like, oh, you're nine and a half. I'm like, yeah, we just put in work doing lunges, got that baby down. Um, I'm like, I'm not surprised. I was, I'm, I'm always shocked. So if you're wondering, like, if the things I'm doing or asking the mom to do are working, just like see the progression so it had been maybe 10 30 minutes probably more like 10 minutes got her up did the lunges got her back in bed 
before, after they had checked her, she was six, seven, and now she's nine and a half. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I know. Or no, no, I think she was eight. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, she was nine and a half. <laughs> she was nine and a half. She said when they were like, you're six, seven. She was like, okay, I can do this. So she was nine and a half. And, but then they still kept mentioning the lip. And I was like, okay, what size of lip? <laughs> like, tell me these details. I need to know these details so we can all help each other out. Um, So I got her to get up again, which is very hard because she really didn't want to. And I was going to have her do big lunge on the bed, a big lunge on the bed to have her, I think it was on the right side if I remember correctly my knowledge or training or where I heard somewhere <laughs> you're supposed to lunge on the side where the lip is I had to open that up and I was like yeah let's open that lip and that baby come out so I got her up and she was like no baby's coming as <laughs> she got back in bed um she was definitely the kind of mom that was like yeah I have my baby in the bed and if I'm in the bed, I'm having the baby. Like, that mentality, you know? Like, a lot of moms are like, once I'm in the birth tub, the baby's coming out. Um, which, I mean, she did have a baby shortly after. So, I think she started, I think she pushed the lip out by herself. Because um, she started doing, like, uncoached, just ad-libs. Like, you know, if you've ever been at birth and the mom's ha- having contraction and she's making the noises at the end, she's like, ugh. Like, they're, they're already pushing. <laughs> They're just not saying they're pushing. They're pushing the baby down most likely. The baby was zero station too at this time, or had been zero station. Um, so, and I knew something like they were definitely like, yeah, it's about to go down because the the midwife came in and she was just sitting on the little step stool that I use. Like, you're about to have your baby any time now. Like, you just have a little bit left. Um, and she's using the nitrous, and I'm next to her, and the husband's, like, gloving up, getting ready. I was like, do you want to catch the baby? He's like, yes. I think, too, because I've been, um, doulas, I know we can't control this, but try to definitely, don't forget about out of hospital, try to see that a lot, because I've been, I think that's why I've been out of the hospital for a minute like a month I think I've been mostly out, out of hospital births and so I was just like yeah you can do all the things dad we just ask just ask and they'll say yes or they say no but we can ask and I was like um can dad catch the baby and she was like yeah of course and this was like a true true catch y'all like um baby's head came out she helped him like support the head while the baby did the turn um the turning that they do and then he like helped grab the baby and pull her out when the mom was pushing the body part it was beautiful and he put her on her chest and he's just like whoa I did that (laughs) it was so cute um so and there were tears the tears were amazing but anyway so back to like the little bit of birth story that's left of the actual baby coming out so um, they already had like you know the show stuff set up, so the spotlight and the um the big rollout thing with all the stuff on it, um the birth cart, yes, and so but the midwife was just like chilling on the side, and the mom like 
I think she instinctively already had um, her legs open. And so I was just like supporting her through the contractions that she was having with, and I think I ended up, yeah, I was supporting her. And then the nurse, the midwife was like, I think I, I think I see some, some baby's head. And she was like, okay, let's really, you know, let's really start, start pushing. Um, so helped her hold her legs and all that stuff. She pushed maybe five minutes maybe probably shorter baby was born it was beautiful the mom was so happy um the mom was so with it um, because nitrous is only like you breathe it in and it's in your system then once you breathe out it's gone it's like a lung it just goes through that and so it works very fast but it doesn't give you any side effects um, so it was very good. She was with it. She was alert. Baby was alert and with it. Um, they was so cute. It was a girl, which wasn't surprised, but yeah, she was so cute. The dad was crying. Um, yeah, it was actually, I just shocked at how beautiful it was because I never met them before. Um, I was back up and I didn't even think the doula would use me, but then she actually needed me. It worked out fine. Like I wasn't busy, but it was beautiful. And I'm like, I love you guys. <laughs> and I postpartum with them just because I wanted to go see them and see the baby, but like hang out with the parents because they were so cool. Um, but yeah, so that was beautiful. Um, I think it was the first time. Not the first time, but because dads, I think, really do appreciate me. It just depends on how expressive they are with their emotions. But he's like, can I give you a hug? I'm like, yes. And that was beautiful. Um, and yeah, it was a beautiful hospital birth. Um, as a doula, it changed my mind about nipple stimulation. I might start recommending slash doing that more. Um and nitrous oxide i'm gonna start saying like it does work if you believe it <laughs> if you believe it because the midwife was like yeah i think it's a mind thing i think it's mind over matter thing if you have a mindset that this is gonna help me and this is all i need and i'm gonna have my baby then it's gonna work but if you're like this is not taking away the pain because it's not going to it's gonna lighten it up a little um then it's not gonna work because it's not doing what you have that mental expectation of i was like yes that makes sense so I'm definitely going to start recommending that more. Um, and nipple stimulation. And then, yeah, it was just a beautiful birth. Like, I, I don't know what to say. It was just beautiful. Um, and I learned those two things from it. Because if you're a doula and you're going to births, like, one thing I've learned after three years of being a doula I learned something new at every birth and I'm ready to learn I'm eager um and every mom labors differently and it's just beautiful to watch and learn and see and then be a part of and like change your practice up like you're always on your toes toes because you never know what's gonna happen so yeah that is a birth for the doula diaries um I hope you guys enjoyed if you have any thoughts on things to talk about or something you want me to just talk about because you want to be educated on, let me know um, at Black Women Do Birth Work or at LaVondre Williams on Instagram. 
You can also go to my website um, and shoot me an email. And that is the tea on birth. Thank you for listening.